like it, make it, do it, makes us older, better, faster. All right, it's game week, people. Welcome to another edition of the Greater Power to the People podcast. I'm David Wolverton. I'm here joined by my good friend, Kevin Reed. How you doing, Kevin? Pretty good. David, how are you doing? Pretty good myself. I'm super excited. Obviously, we've got just a few days until games kick off in college football. You know, I'm a huge college football fan. Of course, I'm a Tech fan. Um, we're doing this podcast on Tech, but obviously there's so many great games this week. Um, but everyone's zero and zero. You know, everyone has a chance. It's exciting. It's in the beginning. Well, Kansas may not have a chance, but everyone else does. Well, yeah, for everyone else. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, so we got Stephen F. Austin, the mighty fighting hardcore lumberjacks coming into Lubbock. We got a 7 o'clock kickoff on Fox Sports. So it's going to be another uh, another bloodbath to Jones. It's uh, a nice first first game matchup. I'm not going to say cupcake I could. Uh, actually, probably it is a cupcake. What do you think? Cupcake matchup. Uh, we said the same thing last year about uh, Sam Houston State. So every team is going to be a little tough. This is probably yeah. the biggest game on their schedule. Um, and so they're going to try to make some noise. Um, also, I think it was their coach's first year there. Um, we actually, on the first play of the game, Jakeem Grant took the ball about 70 yards for a touchdown. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. um, it could be a pretty simple blowout, but at the same time it could be a very, very close game, depending on a couple of yeah. key factors, which we'll be talking about later. Yeah. So I guess we can we can open it up. Um, so in terms of, you know, say Tech gets the ball first, we return. We're starting at the 25. What do you want to see from the Tech offense in the beginning? What, do we need to work out any kinks, or are we good to go? What do you what do you think needs to happen? Um, after watching every single Tech game since about 2007, especially opening day. One of the things I've really noticed is the tech offense always seems rusty at the very beginning. So I think the most important thing is just to kind of make sure Mahomes doesn't get hit a lot, able to complete the passes, and just score touchdowns. Um, I was considered a big success of our first three drives, went for a quick touchdown, and we yeah. just had even have Austin down 21 to nothing immediately. Yeah. Um, realistically, the big thing I hope is no turnovers, and the offense seems like it's clicking, and no three and outs. Yeah, I think that that would be. I think that that would be an unfortunate sign. Obviously, Tech's going to win the game, but if we were to go three and out in our first possession, that's that would be a little discouraging. Just because Tech was, you know, top five in most offensive categories last year, so going three and out to start the season is a little, you know, it would be unorthodox and unfortunate. I don't think that they will, but like you said, you know, I, I want them to work on the touchdown play. You know. It's, it's very simple, but I want us to, you know, make the big play. I want us to, when we don't need to make the big play, we just need to make a nice 12-yard touchdown. I want us to capitalize on it. So, I mean, I'm excited to see some actual execution in terms of we've been reading about all of these great players. We've got so many wide receivers and a bevy of running backs. I want to see us put it together and actually execute and score six. You know what I mean? Definitely. Um, and we have – the interesting thing is we have our offensive alignment being kind of shooken up. 
And so we'll have a pretty inexperienced off the line with great receivers and great players all around. Yeah. So we'll. I feel like that's see. really the the main. I feel like that's really the main weakness of the offense is the line, and it would set up so nicely this season if Tech could have a stud offensive line, maybe from you know three years ago, like we had, you know, young LaRaven Clark. Um, you know, we can dream, but I I feel like it, there may, there may be some shuffling around in the first game, maybe you know. We're going to tr- maybe try a couple different rotations to see what works because obviously we have Arizona State in our week two. So we have the we have the appetizer, which is SFA, and then we've got Arizona State you know, at their place in Arizona. So we got to try out a few different combinations. Obviously, we've got some younger players uh, going to play, and then, you know, senior Balen Brown, he's going to kind of anchor anchor that. But I don't know. Is Tony Morales still injured? I'm not really sure what's going on. What I've been reading is he's been kind of dinged up in practice, but he's obviously someone who we need out there. For sure. Um, definitely with all this. And I also hope we get to see Nick Shimanek, uh take a couple snaps, too. From what Cliff yeah. said is he is the one that completes a majority of this past time. I think he actually was a completion leader this offseason, which speaks a lot of how talented he is considering he's going up against Jet and Patrick. Yeah, we we need a great backup. I mean, there's going to be times in the game or times in the in the season where part of the game there's just really no need for Pat. I mean, it may we it may only be in games against K State, Kansas, and Iowa State, but you know, garbage time can be really valuable for uh, Shimonic, whatever it is. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Um, and so just kind of transition. We all know our offense yeah. is going to be great. One of the big question marks we're going to have is our defense, where last year they allowed over 40 points to Sam Houston State. Will they do the same now? 40 points to Sam Houston State is pretty unacceptable. I don't think it's going to be 40 in this game. I really just feel like they're going to be, you know, improved from last year, but what I want to see is I want to see defensive linemen firing off the ball and just pushing guys over. Super simple. Just push people around more than they push you. Can Is that so much to ask for, an attack lineman? <laughs> well, we do have Andre uh, Pipkins and now um, Fajoko, but both of them playing. So we hopefully will have some depth with our yeah. D-line, which we're missing. And Gary Moore, he's been putting on a lot of weight. We need him. Joe Wallace, you know, we've got we've got potential. We just don't know how it's going to play out on the field in terms of chemistry. And, you know, I wish we could have a Miles Garrett like Texas A&M has, just a disruptive force, just a real disruptive force. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. Um, but one thing, thing is, I'm, worried, I'm worried about the linebackers. But Sorry to cut you off. What were you going to say? Oh, I was actually going to be talking about the linebackers, where we have oh. a massive, uh, yeah. massive question mark there. We have Devontae Hilton starting on weak side. And then the biggest thing is we have true freshman Jordy Brooks as our starting middle linebacker. Yeah. I've heard he's put on some weight since he's gotten uh, in, the, obviously, the strength and conditioning program. But, you know, it 
it's kind of unfortunate to have to rely on a freshman and sophomore linebacker crew because that's not the way you want. It's just not supposed to be like that. You know what I mean? It's like you need seniors. You need people that you can truly depend on. Yeah. And we're going to see, you know, losing um, losing Dakota Allen is going to be a very big issue with that, especially on front seven when you miss a linebacker because we were going to have some senior linebackers coming in. We're going to have them playing. And now we don't have that, which – so honestly, I think it would be a big improvement if our linebackers could hold Stephen F. Austin to maybe 150 rushing yards. I would I would take that. If you put it at 150 rushing yards, I think I would take that under. So that's going to be our big thing. And then going from the linebackers to our secondary, where uh, minus one corner position being uh, taken away with Nigel Bethel being gone, I kind of feel pretty confident on him. I think Johnson may be our best defender besides Fahoka. That's proven. Uh, Pickens, Hill, Moore. Deshaun Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like for the secondary, you know, I want to see some production and some great stuff like I saw in the Arkansas game. You know, just completely shutting down passing opportunities, coming up and helping the linebackers, stopping the run, obviously stripping the ball to win the game. I don't think it's going to come down to that for SFA. <laughs> I really hope not. But just flying around and playing athletic is a way you're going to win. Um, and I think that's what Coach Gibbs wants. That and a lot of turnovers. I think if we can get three or four turnovers, it would be a great day for the defense. And just kind of forcing the quarterback in bad situations. We don't want to have a situation like UTEP or uh, Central Arkansas where we our defense had to step up and start playing. And also, if they have a really good game, that could be a very good confidence booster. So over under two and a half points for turnovers, what do you think? We get two or we get three turnovers? I think we'll get three. Um, three I'm that's- it's the first game which should also help benefit the defense, but I would say our turnovers would be probably a couple picks and maybe one fumble recovery. I think, yeah, I think we'll get two interceptions and a fumble. One interception just being a tip pass at the line. I'll bet that. That could be great. We all usually put our hands up, and with yeah. defensive ends like Moore, Hill, and then Pipkins and Fahoko should get a couple of tip passes, which... Yeah, I think they've been training with J.J. Watt. I'm kidding. <laughs> I wish they were, because they could definitely help out with our pass I, defense. I would chip in financially if J.J. Watt could just teach our players, like, once a month. <laughs> I would help, you know, go SEC if we can just have J.J. Watt play for us, you know, once a month. Oh, that'd be incredible. That'd be incredible. So, uh... You know, obviously we think that Tech's going to win, so it's a matter of by how much. What is your uh, what's your point prediction? What are you thinking, Mr. Kevin? I am thinking our offense will start rolling, and I'm not really sure how good our second string is, especially at the O-line position. So yeah. I'm thinking we'll sit around probably 56 to 21. 56-21, okay. Yep. How, um, many I think field, our, how many field goals are we going to get? 
Um, maybe two-ish. Yeah. Give or take. Um, I'm hoping not a lot of field goals with the first team unit. I feel that the score should only reflect how long our first team's in there. If they're in there and we're up 45 to nothing at half, I think we should, you know, let them all rest and get them ready for Arizona State. Yeah. Well, actually, what do you think is better for, you know, obviously being the first game? Is it true live game reps where you risk getting an injury? Or is it rest for the second game? Like, what what does our team need? Like, you know, I think Mahomes can be fine if he sits out for the fourth and some of the third quarter, but other players may need the practice, right? What do you think? Definitely younger players should stick in a little bit longer yeah. to help get their reps and make yeah. sure that they're executing correctly. People like Mahomes, um, Stockton, um, any player that's considered valuable, Cantriel, who's been hurt last year, was knocked out for the season. All those players should probably be benched if there's a big lead. Um, I would yeah. even say the same thing with Pipkin, where he's had a lot of knee injuries, um, which made him transfer from Michigan, um, yeah. will allow all that to happen. So let's yeah. hope that we have that opportunity to allow our team to have a lot of people rest on the bench. But Nick Shamoak, run the offense. Yeah. What I, what I want to see is, you know, I, I want to see it capitalized. When it's, when it's third and seven on the 25, I want to see it get that first down instead of settling for a field goal or if we're just inside the red zone and can't make a touchdown. Because when we're playing the better Big 12 teams, we need to make sure that we can actually execute and get that first down. I, I don't want to see our amazing offense do great for 80 yards and just flame out and then fail right in the, you know, in the red zone. I want to see us capitalize and score touchdowns, do the touchdown play. Uh, okay. And so what's your score prediction then? I am probably going to say I like your 56, you know. Maybe I'll go a little more aggressive. I'll say 65-17. How about that? I like that, too. Um, I could definitely Two see that. Two touchdowns and a field goal on defense, only giving up that much. That's not bad. And I consider that a win because you know at least one of those touchdowns would be a second string event. Oh, and our yeah. Our defense second stringers are probably FCS level and not <laughs> our caliber. Yeah, I think you're right. And just to give everyone one more bonus prediction, who do you think is going to win, Houston or Oklahoma? Ooh, that's a good one. I think OU is going to take it. I know that they're, I think, 11.5-point favorites right now. I think that, you know, whatever media or, you know, talking heads you watch, they're going to make it seem like it's going to be closer. But I think that it's going to be probably similar to when you watch Tech play OU last year close for the first quarter and a half, and then the massive players of OU, the line, the running backs, just are going to overwhelm and overpower Houston. So I think OU's probably going to win in the range of 45 to 30, 31, something like that. What do you think? Um, I think if it's a close game, I think Houston pulls off the upset. But I yeah. feel OU is going to win by 21, if not more. Yeah. It's just going to be a yeah. big blowout. Um, Houston. It's good, it's, it's good for the Big 12 to win. I mean, like, Oklahoma has far and away better talent. 
better caliber of player. Houston's just got some some great skill players and some nice linemen uh, on the de- on the defensive linemen. But just in terms of adding up all of the skill and the weight, I think OU has got them beat pretty good. So obviously it's going to crush their playoff hopes if um, U of H loses. But I I just don't see how they're going to. I don't see how they're going to win this game. I, I really don't. Unless Baker Mayfield gets hurt in the first quarter. That's the only way I can see it. Even then, I think Lincoln Riley still goes quarterbacks. He's just going to give the ball to one of their two running backs. Yeah, I was, yeah, they have so many great running backs. I mean, Mixon, P. Ryan, I mean, they're studs. Honestly, I, I, could play, I could play quarterback for a quarter and a half and be fine <laughs> out there. <laughs> I think anyone can play a quarterback for a quarter and a half, which makes it a little bit difficult for Baker's draft stock just because you won't know how good he is. If you have two good running backs, you can always give the ball to. That's true. He's had some pretty clutch moments, most notably, I would say, you know, versus Tennessee and versus Baylor last year in November. But, you know, obviously his, his you know, fourth quarter – heroic action is kind of, you know, it's being masked a little bit by he's around stellar talent. He certainly did improve from his freshman year to last year, you know, his freshman year at Tech to last year. But, yeah, I think I think OU takes it, and the Big 12 gets off to a great start on a, a beautiful Saturday, the first one of college football. Okay. And so the last thing we got is do you have any last thoughts here, David? Sorry, can you say it one more time? Do you have any last thoughts? Last thoughts. I would say enjoy the weekend. Going to be some great games. Um, set your DVRs. Don't miss anything. And I would say the most underrated game that's not getting enough play is probably UCLA and m I feel like that's a great matchup. But uh, I, watch out for uh, Mahomes. We might see some no-look passes. You know, a little Aaron Rodgers-esque and uh Look for some some great run plays. I think that we're going to start to utilize our uh, amazing running backs, and I'm excited to see what some of the young studs like Dauphine um, can do on the field. How about you? You got any last-minute thoughts? Um, Not a lot of people are talking about this, but watch Baylor play this weekend. It's going to be kind of interesting. Their two deep has been shattered, to say nicely, Um, with everyone leaving, a lot of injuries. Um, so Baylor may have a lot closer game this weekend than a lot of us are thinking. So <laughs> that could be Northwestern State Demons, I think they're called. <laughs> yep, and so that's going to be kind of an interesting little matchup to follow. Um, I think Baylor should win, but it won't be. I don't think they're going to win like seventy to nothing because they're they're pretty low on all talent wise, rather thing, and yeah. having none of their really freshmen enroll cause a big thing. But just enjoy yeah. football; it's finally come. Um, we got to watch Cal play Hawaii and got to see Davis Webb, another tech quarterback, starting at another yeah. school. Davis Webb's leading the Heisman right now. He's He's got the most yards in NCAA right now. <laughs> and touchdowns. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what, those are the things I'm just kind of thinking about, and I think people should look at this week. We can especially just see how Baylor does. Um, they just spend another wide receiver. So they are going to be very, very um, weak, and I think we may have just seen the downfall of Baylor. 
Oh, yeah. This is the best season they're going to have in a while, and I think it's going to be seven and six, eight and five if they're lucky, and then it's going to be worse and worse each year. Baylor's going to Baylor. Baylor's going to Baylor. I think you're right. All right, well, that'll do it for uh, the second edition of Raider Power to the People podcast. It's been real, y'all. I'm excited for the first weekend of the season. Go Tech, guns up. Uh, Y'all take care, and I'll uh, I'll, uh, pass it to my good friend Kevin Reed with any last last minute advice or uh if he just needs to sign off he can sign off however he wants thanks david and we're just going to sign off hope you all enjoy the great weekend of college football and reckon tech reckon tech guns up